It's time again for the Scotty Johnny Podcast with your host, Scotty Johnny himself, John Barnett, and the ego himself, Cheddar Talk, Aaron Flottam, talking Wisconsin sports, NFL through D3, college hockey, doesn't matter. Two mics, two crusty vests, two opinions, one based in reality and one based in what do you bet on Twitter? With music by Delete Great Cars and Trucks. Here's John and Aaron. Welcome, welcome, one and all. Welcome into the Scotty Johnny Podcast. I am your not-so-humble host, Jonathan Barnett, and with me, as per usual, is Cheddar Talk, Aaron Flottam. Hey, John, what's going on, man? Uh, I haven't been paying attention to sports this last week. What happened? Uh, yeah, why would you? You know, last, last Monday, we were talking about the Packers game, and it was going to be a big uh, big uh, showdown this weekend between uh, Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers, which we got... Uh, we got uh, shorted on the last time they played because Patrick Mahomes was hurt. Uh, well, uh, yeah, how'd the, how'd the game turn out? Uh, yeah, we'll how'd that week turn out? That. We will get into all of that. <laughs> Other than that, things were going well for us, generally speaking. Um, <laughs> over here. In, just in, had, in uh, life. We're still alive. Sports this week have yeah. been pretty dismal in Wisconsin. But, hey, you know. Eh, give and take. All the Badgers want the snot out of Rutgers. That was nice. but Yeah, damn. and the uh, volleyball team bounced back very nicely, too. But, yeah. Yeah. Other than that, uh, just had our our football banquet for uh, the Wisconsin Rapids football team, conference champions, and uh, giving out some awards and some letters and everything. And it was a good time. So we had a lot of fun with that. Wisconsin, and, yeah. Wisconsin Rapid Rappies? No, no, no. The the Raiders. They don't, they don't go. They don't. They don't go with gnome nomenclatures like Minnesota does. Yeah, it's not a Minnesota college. This is a. We are. Oh. They are the the Raiders. So yeah. Oh okay. Oh not the not the rap uh, Wisconsin Rapids Cobbers. <laughs> no. Uh, we'll say that before we get into sold. no, of course not. Uh, uh, before we get into everything here, uh, sports related, we will say though that we, we we would ask that you would follow us on Twitter. Of course, our show here itself is available at Scotty Johnny Pod. Uh, you can follow me at Not So Humble Host and Aaron. I know you're on Twitter. Where do people follow you? Uh, John, you can find me uh, at Cheddar Talk at Cheddar Talk. John, um, I am in danger of crossing 500 followers. <laughs> nice. It's been a long road. It's been a long road, but uh, I think I think uh, I think I got a long ways last week when I uh, ex- or two weeks ago when I was in Arkansas and I fell into that four down uh, uh, podcast with Aaron Elise uh, on uh, Twitter. I just happened to open it up just before the Thursday night game, and uh, they were doing a podcast and. I hopped on there and made my voice made a voice heard and uh, and then uh, was tweeting around afterwards. The first game I saw wire to wire in my since we've had kids, <laughs> you know, because you don't get because for some reason you know how it is, John. Whenever you have kids, you you don't get to see the game wire to wire. You don't. They 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 know that you are trying to pay attention to something else, and that's <laughs> when they want you to do something else and my kids aren't as old as your older kids especially josh so they don't want to watch the game with you either they recognize (laughs) that the packers are on so hey daddy can you help me make a construction paper packers jersey to put on my (laughs) you know on my picture here Mm. well that's adorable and i as a father i should so yes i will but anyways, um, so the, that the was anyway, so I got I got to tweet a lot during that Thursday night game, and I picked up probably about fifty followers because of it. But because oh hey, this guy likes to tweet about Packers games. <laughs> what was the like the Homer Simpson line? Like oh yes, honey, Daddy loves you, but Daddy also loves football. And in all fairness, football was here first. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody, let's yes. let's get right into uh, starting to talk about our sports this week. 
in what we like to call our main event. Starting things off with the main event. All right, Aaron, I do want to, I just, just as a complete aside, uh, <laughs> the only good thing here coming out of this Packers for the most part is uh, nobody else decided to take advantage of the Packers this week as the Vikings blew it in overtime after really fighting back, after really giving up a big lead. But the Bears just threw a touchdown pass, but it was David Montgomery throwing the touchdown pass. Like, <laughs> no, dear. Even, even Fields can't get in on those touchdown passes. Like, just... Just can't get it done. This, yeah, can't, can't, can't do it. Yeah. Anyhow, can't do it. Starting with the Packers, we always start with the Packers. We are going to talk the game. We're going to talk the game. Biggest things in this game. Hey, what happened to the interior of that offensive line? Yeah, we lost Myers. Uh, we had some injuries there. Partway through, we couldn't. We didn't have Runyon for a huge, big stretch there as well. Uh, Chiefs threw a lot of blitzing at a. In, you know, at a young, inexperienced quarterback, it's a good thing. Right to up the right up the middle, that was just zero blitz. Right up the a gaps, man. That was put yep. him in his lap. They said, "Hey, let's see how well he reads the blitz. Let's see how well he knows his hot reads. Let's see how." And he didn't. And in fairness, Love didn't. He did not get those things done. The things that an experienced quarterback does, which is you hit Lazard on the slant instead of trying to throw the deep, you know, the deep line, you know, uh, fly routes. You're like, which mm-hmm. he tried to throw the big routes when the blitz came at him. He had a couple really nice plays. He had a couple where you saw you saw something. It got better as the game went along and as he was managing that. Uh, he didn't get any help from the team, though, on those zero blitzes either. Like, you could tell it was, like, to start, it, it didn't seem like the play calling adjusted to. Obviously, the Chiefs are going to drop two safeties or no safeties. Or, or none, yeah. Uh, load the box and just run seven dudes at him and play man. Like it, it seemed like it took it took until after halftime for the play calling to catch up to it. And you know, yeah. Lafleur Lafleur is the first one to apologize always. So you got to kind of be careful with that because he does take the blame for things. He's the good coach, right? Yeah, Who takes the blame and he, he knows. But I think he was legitimately like you could tell he was like, hey, we didn't do him any help. We didn't do him any favors. You know, and he got better as the game went along. He really did. He can throw a good ball. He really can. And then another point, you know, like uh, who was it? Uh, oh, um, was it was it Vic today who was knocking him for his first NFL game? When you and then yeah. they show Vic's stat lines of his first NFL game, and it's just <laughs> garbage. And yeah. then um, there's somebody else. I can't remember who it was was mentioning that he has no chemistry. Like how how come he he didn't have any chemistry with Devonte Adams? Why this is embarrassing? He has no. How many passes do you think he's ever thrown to Devontae Adams in his life? He's, because he's the there, was no OT, there was no OTAs or preseason last year. Devontae didn't participate in OTAs or uh, preseason this year. And when he did, Jordan Love was the third string quarterback. Well, not this you know, year. But, but, oh, yeah. sorry. At least yeah, the backup year, quarterback, yeah. you know. So, like, yeah. and how many, how many passes do you think he's ever? And then Devontae didn't even make it back onto the team until Friday. Right. From his COVID protocols. And remember, so it's like, it what, chem- only what, chem- what chemistry does Jordan Love have with Devontae Adams? None. He has zero. His entire chemistry is from watching him play with Aaron Rodgers. He has zero chemistry with any of these wide receivers, except for maybe DeGura. <laughs> and you know, he, he didn't know until, was it Wednesday, that he was starting. So right. that was when, when he got the word about that. So 
you know, he really was he really was he was damned if you do from the get-go like was he unimpressive yes but i mean he's put in no win situation in a primetime game against a premier team in a premier stadium and with some bad play calling the only the only good thing that came out of that game was um uh that we know aj dylan's the real deal yeah and that and that the defense is the real deal yeah, I'm actually far more impressed. And that our special teams is progressively getting worse somehow. I didn't know that there was a number smaller than zero, John. Yeah. Like, I understand there's negative numbers for mathematical reasons, but I didn't realize there was a smaller number than zero. But somehow the Packers, in in reality, have gotten less than zero with their special teams. The the sheer fact, um, just to, at least as an aside in terms of what you've just brought up here on special teams, yes, the sheer fact that Amari Rogers got to go out there a third time after the the stupid no catch that cost the Packers the ball, which cost them points in this game, and then the muff punt thing, you know, so like which he got back on top of that one. But I mean, here we we'll look at the what, what was the the difference in this game. The, the difference in this game, quite honestly, uh, was two missed field goals and a muff punt. Or, you know, like the one where it bounced off Malik Taylor because Amari Rodgers didn't just catch the ball. I don't know why he didn't catch right. the ball. That's a high school mistake. Like, you yell at a with high a fair catch With a fair catch. Yeah. He already called a fair catch. I mean, and what Malik Taylor is doing rolling around on the ground there, I don't know either. But, I mean, that's... It's not his fault, but... No, dang. that's nine points in what was a six-point game. Right. And, yeah, no, love, love, getting back to this, love should have been better than that. This is a bad defense. They did everything they could. They did what you do if you've got a young quarterback like that. They blitzed him a lot. We should have planned for that. We ran two screens. Two? No, we ran three. But the, what was right. it? no, I'm sorry. I think there but were the play four calling. total. But one of them was completed. One of them was not completed. And on two of them, they grabbed uh, Aaron Jones illegally. Like that's a holding, and they didn't call it either type. One time they threw the flag and picked it up. You can't grab. A, a guy who's clearly just breaking out for a route, they grabbed him and held him twice. And I don't understand how yeah. that didn't get called. That didn't change the game, but it should have been called. Uh, the refs didn't blow this game for the Packers. The Packers blew this game for the Packers. And, the, yeah, I think LeFleur said it. Uh, the The play calling wasn't what it should have been, and it really felt like they were calling an Aaron Rodgers game for Jordan Love. Right. And he... Besides everything I've already said, too, like his stat line wasn't bad, considering his stat line was better than uh, Patrick Mahomes minus the pick. And on the pick, oh. on the pick, on the pick, you could see what he was really trying to do. He was trying to throw a back shoulder throw five yards too far downfield. Yeah, he got it way too so high. Up, yeah, he got it way too high. I think he thought Devontae Adams was going to turn later down the field. At least he at least he was trying to throw a back shoulder throw like he was trying. He has no chemistry with him. You need chemistry with your receivers to do back shoulder throws like that. And so and he led him thinking probably was, either he sailed it or thought he was going to be for five hours further downfield. At least he was trying. Right. And the pass to Lazard was pretty good. He also had a really nice pass to MVS over the middle. The dude throws a good ball. He really does. And at times he was 19 for 19 for 37 or no 19 for 36. Right. So with 190 some odd yards, a touchdown and a pick is it's a pretty pedestrian day. It's not even really a bad day. It's a 
C, C minus day. It is not an F day. It's not even a D day. That's a (laughs) nothing's D day. It was kind of a D. Anyway. It was kind of a D day. If not, I mean, well, he was trying was, to land. He was trying to land something ill-advised, but yes, yeah, uh, but, nineteen uh, of yeah, thirty-four he, for one hundred and ninety yards, a touchdown, and a pick. That's a rating of sixty-nine point five. That's right. that's well below but, but average. When, but when you put yeah. in all the other limiting factors that were working against him, with a with play calling that wasn't on his side, um, special teams really just making no flow in the game. I mean, all those special teams plays mm-hmm. besides just besides not besides the nine point swing um that's deflating when you're a a, a a first time starting quarterback with all the weight um of the world of the nfl world of the packers world on your shoulders not all the world let's get the hyperbole out of this sports nah, Aaron. let's keep the but, uh, hyperbole but, uh, <laughs> right there let's do it but i mean but i mean you, you you drive your team down deep into enemy territory twice close enough to for basically chip shot field goals and both are missed Mm-hmm. And then you're supposed to get the ball back, but then you don't, and there's no rhythm, and he can't get going. And finally, once the second quarter, second half rolled around, he had some rhythm. He started looking good. So that's why I said I'm going to give him a little bit better benefit of the doubt because it it it, it was not. If Aaron Rodgers would have been set with the same set of circumstances, he probably wouldn't have looked much better either. I mean, well, Rodgers against the Saints been, was way worse. Right. I mean, <laughs> Rodgers would have probably, A, number one, there wouldn't have been a zero blitz against Aaron Rodgers, you know, because right. they is know better. that he would have picked him apart. Yeah, he would, they would have picked him apart. But I'm not going to sit here and have this be the end-all, be-all of 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 Jordan Love. Like, if anything, it, it gave us something to look at, gave us that he's not terrible. He's not going to Sam Darnold us. He's not going to uh, name your quarterback. He's got promise. He's got some poise. Um, the team's he, got his back. He'll be yeah. fine. So he, he he has to improve, though. He, I mean, this can't be where he is. I mean, he's made significant strides from what he looked like in camp last year, where he had no preseason, no off season, I should say. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it's it, it's something though where he does need well, to this, get better than this, where and, he was. And this year's off this year's off season was a circus that was Aaron Rodgers. That's true. That's true. And there was there was talks about him being traded. Yeah, there's still weird. Or, or, or possibly that, yeah. being the starter week one. This kid's been run through a ringer already as far as quarterbacks go. Well, that you is, know, and there's a, a sizable chunk of I his mean, fan base that wants him to fail because they predicted he would fail and they would love to be right more than they would like this team to win. I mean, and there's some other people who are, they will essentially, they are rooting for him, but they also kind of feel good that he's bad and that they were right. That I mean, it's kind of a win-win. They get one or the other. And either one of them is good for them. I, he's not a finished product. I, I, he, he, he's just he not had, a finished he had product. Workable, he had workable components. He had workable components. Yeah. And it's it was it was a clunker of a game, front to back. And he, yeah, you're right. He's an unfinished product. I think he'll be better. And everyone needs to shut their mouth about how the Packers' future is dim without Aaron Rodgers. Uh, and this, if this is what our future is, shut up. Like and, a number one, you, if he's a bad quarterback, maybe we move on to the next one. Who cares? Shut up. Anyways, it's attacking some kid in his first game. Like, and I get he's a professional. He gets paid for this. This is this way he does. But I mean, just it. it I don't know. It, it was not a good game. Where this is a game the Packers definitely win if Rodgers was there. That I mean, he, Rodgers doesn't put up these numbers. He just would not against the thirty-first DVOA defense, the thirty-second defense in yards per play, 
if if Rodgers is there, the Packers win this game. And that's that's fair to say. He's not Rodgers, mm-hmm. but Rodgers wasn't Rodgers for several years. Rodgers didn't get his first start till in his third year, right? Like he had sat – I mean, it wasn't even a start. He came in for an injured um, Favre uh, in that Cowboys game, and that's when he first saw that he looked like he could kind of play. People wanted Rodgers cut for the first two years he was on this team because he didn't look good. He did not. Mm-hmm. Let's give this let's give this guy a little bit more time. We understand he's not a finished product. We got a, a glimpse at where he is now. It is a time capsule. And mm-hmm. uh, again, like look at the Badgers as, as kind of an example. Like if you think that everybody is a static player, that they are what they were the last time you saw them, or might be the Graham Mertz just torched. Uh, Rutgers. I mean, not the greatest defense, but not a terrible defense. That's the mm-hmm. defense was the thing they had, and he threw all over them. Not that he's like great now, but he found a way to have more twenty-plus yard passes this last week than he had the whole season because they're not static. This offense is getting better for the Badgers. Jordan Love will get better for the Packers, and it's and and. Rodgers has had offenses build around him for 15 years now. Right. Jordan Love literally was trying to run Aaron Rodgers' offense. Right, with um, that, that'd be like a guard. Put, that'd be like, I, 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 I'm a good driver, and I often drive fast on the interstate, and I feel comfortable driving fast because I'm, you know, I'm a very, I pay attention when I drive. But that's that'd good. be like saying, okay, you can drive a car 100 miles an hour down the freeway. Okay, all right. Now here's a NASCAR. Go win it. And it's like, I mean, that's complete hyperbole. But it's it's not. I mean, let me help me out with a better metaphor here. Like, <laughs> literally, like like you're putting somebody in the wrong. You're trying to put the round peg in the square hole. It's not the same. If if they were to sit and game plan around Love's abilities, like any good quarterback who outside of Kurt Warner, who always had to make it work with other people's offenses. Um, and that's why he's the greatest quarterback of all time. You know, everybody <laughs> else has, well, it's, it's true. No. Um, but uh, everybody else, no. you know, all, all the other greats have offenses built around them. And even in the case like Matthew Stafford, who got embarrassed last night. Yeah. Anyways, um, but I mean, moving him into Jared Goff's offense wasn't that big of a stretch and it wasn't too hard to design an offense around him. And that's why he's doing well except for last night. But I mean, love, love. They, they literally just threw him out there in Aaron Rodgers' offense and it didn't work, but that's cause he's not the same player. So, yeah. And sorry, what I really wanted to see is bad the, metaphor. The couple things that we didn't see from them though, were like, I would have loved to have seen love doing that play action rollout, like work that, that, um, that wide zone kind of run that they, they like to do. And then turn that into that that uh, rollout again. And they only ran that twice. And one of them was one where the defensive end stayed very much at home and was right there in his face. And he missed Daphne by a little bit. And the other one was a 15-yard pass. So that was something that got better and allowed him to feel more comfortable and got him away from the line of scrimmage and should have been done more and was not. So that and, uh, I mean... This Chiefs defense wasn't good. They should have been able to just run it right at them, but they kind of gave up on that to go back to doing Rodgers type things, and that wasn't great. And then he started trying to make Rodgers type passes, which also wasn't working. 
kicking either. Right. So and yeah, the the middle line it, it, was not doing well. The offensive line was not doing well. We were not getting the the sort of looks we wanted. The play calling wasn't benefiting him. There was everything going wrong in the offense. Just everything for the most mm-hmm. part was going wrong on offense. Love was part of the problem, but he was not the only problem. There were several things here and any one of them getting fixed probably changes a lot of this. If the interior offensive line could have held up to this pass rush, then Jordan Love looked better when he had time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's what you expect. But he didn't have time, and, and he made bad choices and, when he didn't have time. And, 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 and the thing, and, and the thing about you know, well, any quarterback can sit in the pocket and you know dissect in a defense if they've got all the time in the world. The kid had the kid had a safety in his lap by his third step in the drop, like. Yeah, it was, was like nothing. Bobby Bush. It was like Bobby Boucher coming over the center and Waterboy. Sometimes, like, what are you <laughs> supposed to do? You name your quarterback. Nobody can do anything with that if you've got a linebacker or a safety in your lap, right? You know, yeah. right off the bat. And when you turn to run away, there's a defensive end already coming down on you. He had less than half a second to make decisions. Sometimes, you know, and even yeah. zero blitzes get some of the best quarterbacks sometimes if done right. right. If done right, you yeah. know. But you know. If done right, you can get them like that. You get them up both gaps and, you know, you get into the pocket and they got nowhere to go. What do you do? And like, and, and to Jordan Love's credit, he made some smart decisions throwing the ball at the, the receiver's and, feet. There's one time they almost called it, they almost called a past uh, uh, intentional yeah. grounding, but then they took it away because he threw it right at Aaron Jones' feet a couple times, which is smart, you know? Yeah. Well, that um, was, I think one Matthew, of them was Matthew, the one... Matthew, Sta- Matthew Stafford couldn't pull that off last night either. I think the Anyhow. one was one where they were going to call the defensive holding and then just decided they weren't going to, even though that's exactly what the rule is. They grabbed the hold of him yeah. and wouldn't let him run his route. You can't do that to an offensive lineman in that position, but they let him do it to the wide, to running back running a route. Um, mm-hmm. One thing I thought was the defense, first off, was fantastic. Uh, one interception taken away would have been Amos's interception taken away because jumped into the neutral zone. And then another one, uh, Kevin King had it on the diving play. Good play. Just didn't get to, to finish it up. Uh, King and um, Sol- uh, Chandon Sullivan both had very good games. And people won't say this because King's in that same boat as, as Love in that people hated the pick, so they will hate him. At every moment, and we'll yep. never give him credit when he does it right, and we'll always hate him. King had a very good mm-hmm. game last night. He he should have had one pick, and that's what people are saying. It's yeah. like, oh, I can't believe he dropped it. Like, well, Tell me what Tyreek Hill did to the Packers last night because uh, he had the one catch at the end. That wasn't King on him. That was, you know, the, the, we left him one-on-one with the game on the line. You know, their only good receiver yep. on that team. Uh, I don't get that. Yeah. King, but yeah. King, 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 King didn't give up a thing. As a matter of fact, King was in the head of um, uh, uh, number seventeen, their Hardman. second receiver, Nicole Hardman. Hardman. Yeah. Oh, he had he had him fired up. Like he he had him going like last yeah. night. Which is if if you can get the receiver mad at you as a cornerback, you've already won. Yeah, no, he, that's when receivers start making mistakes. Like King was King was on his game last night, and he was one one almost. Pick should have been a pick away from having a really good game. Like, yeah, that would have been. I, great. I was very impressed. I was very impressed with King last night. Yeah, and Jandon Sullivan coming. I mean, without Stokes, without Jair, with uh, Kenny Clark going out early, and you know, it's like okay, and they were still right there. You know, with Nozadaria Smith, they you know, both are top corners, and our our best defensive lineman out for half the game. That defense was still right. pretty good all game long. So, 
that's what you build on. The defense looks like it's good and getting Lancaster better. Lancaster was out. Lancaster was out for a bit of the game too. He was, yes. Like, I think he took a shot to the. He but was, yeah, he was out for about half a half a quarter there. Yeah, so. he came back in thankfully. But yeah, no, that's what yeah. you build on. You say this defense looks good. Um, there's a chance Rogers is back. It's a minimum of ten days from when I guess you know it, you get it. But well, it's like ten Le, days. Lafleur said Lafleur flat out said today he's the starter next Sunday if he's if he comes allowed. back if he if he's back on Saturday, regardless. Yeah. Like Saturday is the earliest he can get if, back. Yeah, if he's cleared to play Sunday, he if he's cleared to play, he'll be there Sunday. Yeah, and, and he should be. You know, yeah. He yeah. should be, yeah. And he is a starting quarterback, and you know, besides which, we're we're probably going to talk about next with Rodgers after we're done talking about the game. Um, <laughs> well, and whatever you think about that other stuff, he's still the starting quarterback, and that's how that works. And you know, thoughts and politics and medical oh, stuff aside, and it's yeah. That's well, how this it is going to be the greatest and, game of of pseudoscience quarterbacks coming up here because Aaron Rodgers, if he comes back, will be playing Russell Wilson, who is on the comeback now and putting out his own hype videos because he's just always trying to do the weirdest thing possible. <laughs> um, yeah, I know. It's, you watch oh it. God. It's so fun. <laughs> it's just so great. I mean, this is it, a guy who it, said it, that it's, carbonated it's, it's, water it's, it's, fixed his concussion. Right? I mean. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, this is, this is, this is our, this is our Packer quarterback and this is our, our former, former Badger, Badger yeah. alumni. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, God, guys, come on. <laughs> but that would be the game. These two guys coming back. Can, can we can we just get back to when he first started dating Sierra and Aaron Rodgers first started dating Olivia Munn and that was the big problem? Yeah, as if that was the issue, right. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, when those were the issues. And who are they dating? <laughs> now, who cares? And, and by the way, I'd if rather, anybody I'd is... I'd rather have that be with... Yeah. If anybody's blaming the girlfriends or anything like that, just shut up. Get out of the conversation. These guys, oh, no, these guys that, are grown up. I, 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 like I, no, I wish you, that was what you. the controversy was. Yeah, It's yeah. not you. The people who do that kind of nonsense, it's ridiculous. But Packers, I mean, I think they're currently projecting Rodgers will play because the Packers have a slight advantage right now in terms of the projections. Uh, well, the Seahawks are, gonna, Seahawks are going to sign OBJ, though. Come on. No, I don't think that'll happen. Um, because he has to clear waivers first, and he'll clear waivers. He'll it's clear so waivers. great. Well, because he's still seven and a half million, but seven and a half million dollars for half a season. Yeah, that ain't gonna. Yeah, I don't. know. Well, prorated for whatever. Yeah, whatever's left. Well, in there. So, yeah. that's they were talking about that. Uh, whoever's on CBS Sports Radio on Sunday mornings when I was driving to drill the other day was bringing that up. That like none of the teams that aren't contenders are going to want him because who wants that headache for that price? And then anybody who's a contender doesn't have that kind of cap space because well, loved, they're a contender. I love that the Vikings <laughs> players went out and got shirts to say free Odell after he was talking about playing for a contender and then went out and went to three and five. <laughs> Just to remind you that he doesn't want to play with your team. You're not a contender, but he also maybe doesn't mean it. So who knows? Packers are a four point favorite in this game. Because it's going to be in Green Bay. If Rodgers plays, I think they win it. Seahawks yeah. defense is not the Legion of Boom. It's the Legion no. of Whom. Um, the Legion of Whom, the Legion of... Yeah. And the what Packers defense looks a lot better. Of? And Bakhtiari is going to be back soon. Sometime soon here. And if he's back for this especially, that would be 
a, a huge boost to this team because I'm glad I'm glad they're taking their time with Bakhtiari. Absolutely, I, the Packers I, I, are very cautious with these things, and and we're very glad for it. Um, but yeah, well, and that, and not only that, but he signed for three more years after this for a lot of money. And if you bring him yeah. back too soon, he gets hurt again. Everyone's like, he's getting paid a lot of money to not do anything right now. No, he's getting paid a lot of money to get better, so we don't have to pay him more money for doing nothing down the road. Correct. So, Correct. and it's not like a it's not like a thin wide receiver coming back from an ACL who's only carrying 190 pounds. You know, he's a big dude, and that's yeah. I think it's his outside foot too. The amount of torque so that, that an offensive lineman's knee is going to take requires you know a lot of stability in that knee so yeah no get that knee better yeah make it as strong as you can and yeah when he can come back healthy and uh yeah let's let's do it i don't want to make a prediction on this game because i don't know what's happening with rogers i just i just don't because i don't know if he comes back this week if he's back this week i think they win if not i really don't know because i don't know what the changes they're going to make on the offense are going to look like I think they can score. Well, the Packers, team, the Packers, the Packers are going to lose, John. The Packers are going to lose, John. And it, it's it's for the it's for this reason that um, you know we we dissected everything else about Aaron Love or Jordan <laughs> Jordan Love and uh, all the other things that happened and everything else. So one thing that we did not talk about about this game at all, the last one or the one we're coming into, is the turmoil within the locker room and just the off field shenanigans and everyone wants to say we don't pay attention to the news. None of this makes any difference. This last week was a disaster. There was, it was a media circus about green Bay and it put undue pressure or it put undue uh, notice on a game for reasons. I mean, if there was enough eyes on this game anyways, cause it was Packers chiefs, but then to have everything else about it and then to have, Aaron Rodgers going to McAfee and spew the crap that came out of his mouth, you know, and then, you know, players trying to rally around Jordan Love last second to like, I mean, there was stuff out there and everyone said that too. Like the players are rallying around. Yeah. Because the kid was stuck in a bad spot and they put the team in a really bad place. The defense really stepped up and the offense couldn't figure it out because they didn't play in the preseason. And the only thing they know is how to play with Aaron Rodgers. There's no other thing that they know how to do. And plus they're getting back Lazard and they're getting back Devonta Adams and the line was in shambles and everything else going on. And there's no stability that there's no stability. The coach is on his last, the coach is trying like hell to keep the team together. And it, yeah. it's just, it's, it's a, it's a toxic environment. It's a very toxic yeah. environment. And you know that there's infighting within between players as to whether or not, you know, blah, wow. blah, blah, this, that, or the next thing, you know, that's what's happening. Cause that's because that. we've all been on team. We've all been on teams. This, you know, like you're questioning and what, and I know we're all professionals here, but you know, it's in their head. <laughs> and that's the same thing that's going to happen this week too. And it's going to be a disaster. Uh, I, I, yeah, they're going to lose. Okay. Every one of these things you've just said happened also preseason, and then they came out and just won seven in a row. After absolutely laying a complete egg against the Saints. Yeah, one time, right yeah. Right. But that wasn't because they were infighting. It's because Aaron was rusty, and he's not right now. So, I mean, they know how to put a lot of that aside. I mean, like, it's not – there's obviously levels of it because – it can get so toxic in places that things fail. Look at the Cleveland Browns and why they're getting rid of right. a, a former all pro wide receiver because that stuff does matter. 
And Aaron is definitely, he spent his Friday going out and trying to find ways to make this game about himself when a young guy was about Mm -hmm. to go make his first start. And yeah, that's bad for his team. And he shouldn't have done that. But I think at Mm -hmm. the end of the day, they come in and they say like, you know what? That guy is how I get paid. And I mean, they're going to go out and do the things they like. They all still generally like him. They might, I mean, any number of us have a family member who's a dink. You know, <laughs> and just does right something crazy. And she's like, "Oh, whatever, man." Uncle Lou, <laughs> you know, like, "Oh, right. Uncle Bobby, what you doing?" You know, whatever it is, just but they're gonna put a yeah, lot of this yeah. aside. And, and yeah, there's some of it in there. In that, I don't think that they're gonna be that mad that he didn't get the shot. Also, he didn't lie to them. He lied to oh, us. No. And no, that's the thing no, that bothers John, anybody. They don't care about the shot. They don't care about the other things. No, they, didn't they don't. Care. I'm, he, I'm just. I'm talking. I'm talking about all the other stuff that goes along with it, the leadership stuff. And like He's you said, that all year, he though. was, he was, he was trying to, yeah. How long does it until it, it gets, get, until it gets old for everybody involved? Like, yeah, you know, after an off season of that. And then, like you said, even on Friday, like trying to make it all about himself. And it's, I mean, I he mean, was out there just, like week three, giving interviews about how the team doesn't love him enough to Aaron Andrews. And what a, 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 it was a dumb self-serving interview and we all saw it through it. The biggest thing about Aaron that we know now, and I think most of us have known for years, he will say things thinking that it doesn't matter if he's lying to your face. He'll convince you he's not because he's smarter than you. And it doesn't matter who you are, whoever you are, Aaron Rodgers believes he's smarter than you. Um, and that's kind of insulting because a lot of us are smart enough to understand when he says immunized when asked if he's vaccinated says yes you know he said yeah he didn't say no but i'm immunized or no i'm working on my immunotherapy or whatever else he said yeah i'm immunized and you're like well i didn't lie because i didn't say vaccinated said immunized what is the other immunization aaron was he inoculated was he vaccinated if you go look at the wisconsin uh immunization program in the wisconsin statutes for dhs it only talks about vaccinations that's it because that is what immunization is is getting a vaccination or you could get an inoculation which is different a little bit but it's not what he did because technically he's not even immunized he attempted immuno boosting therapies which is not an immunization not by any medical standard he also blatantly lied about saying he talked to nfl doctors which is such a stupidly provable lie but he says it right to Mm -hmm. our face like we can't figure it out that part's a bit galling i don't honestly have much to say if he doesn't want to get the shot he doesn't have to get the shot and there's protocols in place and follow the protocols that's it his league negotiated that with his players association that's all. And it sounds like maybe he did, maybe he didn't, but he, he definitely lied about it and then pretended that, no, I didn't. It's like, come on, I'm, we're not stupid. <laughs> like, and, and, and there's a whole it. bunch of other garbage too. Like, and so, and so uh, in the last week here now, um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar has gone after him. Howard Stern has yes. gone after him. Well, Kareem and, Abdul-Jabbar and is the big and, one and, though. And then, and then, and I'll let you get to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, but cause that's, a, a good talking point, but like some of the stuff that he's been doing. So some of these other people who have outwardly said, I'm not immunized the Kirk cousins, the Cole Beasley's the uh, Lamar Jackson's of the league, yeah. you know, actual stars like 
you know, like <laughs> big hit. time players have all have all had adhered to the not vaccinated protocols on yeah. top of it too. Yeah. wearing masks at press conference, wearing masks in the team facilities, stuff like that. Aaron Rodgers, I'm bigger than that. You know, I'm 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 uh, it's draconian and using other words and basically playing, <laughs> yeah. basically hitting Facebook bingo the other day really did, yeah. uh, during Pat McAfee show with all the buzzwords that go with it. It's like, you know, if that's how you felt in the first place and that's what you should have said. And that's and the, yeah. John, these are some of the things that I'm when I say that it, it's making a toxic environment within the pack organization. It's yes, I know this is where how they get their how the other players get their butter bread or their bread in there. Their bread, butter, their yeah. bread buttered. <laughs> dyslexia dyslexia is a son, son of a gun anyways but uh, that's how they get their bread buttered but at the same time you know you got this dude who's i mean he's at a level of egomania that i have never seen another quarterback in this league i i mean i maybe behind closed doors tom brady's a super egomaniacal oh, yeah. person well you know he tried to get people fired for not allowing his personal doctor into the camp facilities and they're like no he's not a member of this team he doesn't work right. for this organization and he got really upset about that so yeah brady too well i'm yes but i mean just is it but he's yeah. always had that aw, sh- aw shucks about him and <laughs> yeah. it's 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 never been really on display and uh it's I, i've never seen anything like it before and it's a distraction it is a distraction and you never want a distraction when you're trying to win you know it's like any team that's ever had a distraction doesn't do well and that's why you know back to our picks on the game you know why do i think that they're that seattle's gonna walk all over green bay because even with russell wilson being russell wilson and being a little bit of a distraction aaron Rodgers has been a major distraction he's made this whole season all about himself and it it takes away from the team aspect of the game it takes away from if you think back to when the the packers won a super bowl 11 years ago and aaron Rodgers was at the helm it was not all there were so many injuries on that team there could have been a ton of distractions jermichael finley almost died from his injuries it had to have you know like he had massive infection problems i shouldn't say almost died but he could have because of the infection problems there's a lot of reasons to get distracted and they never veered and it was all about the team they all bonded together and they went on to win with a deshaun jackson punt return for a touchdown (laughs) um but uh which is the reason why i think the packers should have signed sean jackson anyways um just just so he could retire a packer because he because he deserves it um but (laughs) it should get a ring um but uh but no i I, it's just it's 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 so much distraction and but i think it's more of a distraction for us than the team because everything that's being said is a thing that affects us and not them like he's not talking about them he's talking to us and lying to us it has nothing to do with them. I think that they they're going to care a lot less about it than we do, and that's fine. That's fine too. I mean, I, I, obviously they knew, but I mean, it's just at what point of high school drama with a quarterback, and is 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 that going to? I mean, because they hear it, they see it, they know it, you know, yeah. and he and he runs he runs a team, and it's come in and has decided that he is going to. That was his platform to begin the season. Was that you know. NBA players get to run teams, so I'm going to be a you know I'm going to run this team, and I want them to listen to me. And here's right. Randall Cobb, you know. Right. So, 
don't yeah, know. I just don't think it's as bad as, as what you're saying. But you know, maybe you're right. We'll find out. But um, which is weird because I thought coming into this podcast that this would be the other way around. <laughs> no, no, not not particularly. Uh, you and I had this thing about you know with uh, Aaron Jones blaming HIPAA, and I was like, well, you don't know HIPAA. You just shouldn't have said that. That's I mean, that's all my take on that part was. And I think you were just like, shut up. He doesn't understand HIPAA. I'm like, no, I know. Then he shouldn't talk about HIPAA. <laughs> no, I, no I, was, <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm, ti- I'm tired of everyone saying, well, he doesn't understand HIPAA. Well, just don't say anything then. Just ignore what he said. Like, just it was a one off. He may as well have said, well, the, he's uh, not the first. Pink, he, it's, pink, it, the problem is pink, he's doing pink it because polka dot, pink polka dot unicorns. You know? Yeah. But I mean, like the problem is, is that so many people say HIPAA, HIPAA, HIPAA. We got senators who say that garbage and they're wrong. Like that's not what HIPAA well, those is. Are, those are those are also those are senators. That's not a that's not a running back who doesn't want to answer a question about his quarterback. Then just don't answer the he question. Was just look at what Lafleur did, and that's he, how you don't answer the to, question. John. No, no, he doesn't. Lafleur had the same question. He said, "I'm not talking about that. Let's talk about football." He did the same thing. Lots of people were asked that question. Nobody explained HIPAA. I mean, it's not well, that he's Aaron, he's being mean well, about Aaron it Joe, or that he should know HIPAA because he doesn't. Just don't pretend you no, do. Why would being, he even he, pretend he's he does? Being, he's, he's being he's being lighthearted and he's just trying to get out of it. And he even texted, he even put that on Twitter with Joy Taylor. Like, I dude, I was just I didn't I was just trying to get out Whatever. of it. Like no, I don't like, he's had I'm it just pointed out to, to him now that he doesn't know what he was saying. And instead of just no, saying, like, has, I didn't understand no it, what I'm sorry. Saying. I mean that's you could just say that's every Monday it. when we do a podcast with me, John. Come on, it's the same thing. I'm just saying things I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, but I mean, like that's the thing is the difference is he cited an actual law. This like just coming out here is like Aaron. I really just think that Aaron Rodgers not telling the truth there isn't that a violation of the Man Act? I'm pretty sure it is. And you're like, what's the Man Act? I'm like, well, I'm pretty sure it has something to do with lying or state lines. And I think it's important that we bring that. Like, it would matter that I'm wrong because the Man Act has nothing to do with that, um, or the Lautenberg Amendment. I mean, I'm pretty sure in Rogers. I mean, there's something there in the Lautenberg. He can't play football anymore, right? And like, no, has nothing to do with anything. Why would you cite a law you've never looked at and don't understand? It's the only one we do that with too, and it's only because it's somehow become political to call things HIPAA. You don't know HIPAA. If you need to know HIPAA. Your, your your employer teaches you about HIPAA. They give you a briefing on it. If not, then we, you don't know it. Please stop talking about it. That's all I'm saying. Please but, stop talking about it, everybody. But, but you don't the know. The thing it. is that when you put that too, when you put that out too, there, I was I was I was actually dealing with the same thing myself. With um, <laughs> all right, and then we'll, we'll move on from all this and everything, and just clear cut into something better and more fun to talk about is that the Badgers continued on their winning streak. Uh, Badger football, of yeah, course, we want to talk about Badger women hockey, of course, as well. But uh, Badger mm-hmm. football took care of Rutgers in a way that was almost, uh, like, it was hard to believe. They, they definitely covered. Um, <laughs> and Well, it's what they needed. Like, that's yeah. that's the one thing. Through all this that, like like you said, not being static. And, you know, we we're about, I mean, except for you, we we're all about ready to fire Paul Chris, you know, week yeah, whenever they lost. Me and Scary Alvarez you know, hanging out together in that Twitter sphere. <laughs> right and and his uh, uh did you know that his tight end plays for the team that yeah, right. is, uh, <laughs> I, I mess up. did you know that his great tight end. plays tight end for the yeah, tight yeah. end for the team uh anyways but yeah no that was good it was good to actually after a couple uh tight ones especially against army like to just go out and just blow out somebody like you should that's good yeah that's and they, good. they ran the ball well but i mean we also i mean Graham Mertz didn't finish the game because he didn't have to because the game was so far out of hand. But he had uh, 240 yards passing, three touchdowns. And 
the thing that I find best, you know, the, the best part about this, this passing game is the top three receivers were receivers. Normally it's Ferguson and then maybe somebody else like in there, but no, it was three receivers in the top three, you know, DK and Pryor and Danny Davis all having big days. And it was nice. It was nice to have not like huge days, but nice big days all together. Uh, 240 yards of passing there before Wolf comes in. Uh, Marcus Look Allen looks good. Was supposed to work. Yeah, yeah. Marcus Allen looks good as the the guy coming in at the end of the game there, getting passes from Wolf. Um, running game looks good. Chesmalusi gets us an injury, which means he's questionable against Northwestern right now. Uh, appears to be a knee injury is all we're getting. He's questionable, but it doesn't appear to be a serious injury. Hopefully, uh, so that's that's kind of good news. It was a weird kind of fluke thing where it looked like he kind of tripped over the turf kind of thing and just hopped up and fell over. Um, but yeah, Braylon Allen was playing with an, like, I think they said an in- injured ankle injured during the week in practice and still had over a hundred yards rushing. Oh, I think you're saying grown toenail. Um, <laughs> so, Hey, I gotta ask, I gotta ask you though, Marcus Allen related or not. I don't know the story on that kid. I don't believe so. He's, he's a, he's from Wisconsin. Was he Brookfield? He's somewhere from Wisconsin. So he's not, not really. Okay. It's Marcus with a K. Every time I look at that, I just tell myself, I was like, man, Marcus Allen, good for him getting younger and becoming a wide receiver. Well, I mean, at this point, he'd, he'd, at this point, he'd be Marcus Allen's grandson. I mean, yeah. that's Marcus how long Marcus good. Allen played. Yeah, Gosh, he yeah, was he good. Was, he was really good. Got him and Poe Jackson together. Come on. That was, <laughs> that was yeah. best one to one to uh, tandem in running back history right there. I think it's got to be up there a little bit. Christian Okoye and Barry Word for a minute, for a hot minute. Christian Okoye and Barry Word was pretty great too. That's right. That was really good too. Yeah. Before Barry Word became a a Viking. But yeah, no, I mean, they get done what they need to get done. Minnesota does what they do and fall back to the pack. Uh, (laughs) They they lost the game to Illinois, which made no sense. That Minnesota defense didn't look like, you know, up early, they just didn't look like they could stop them. And then they started stopping them, but that offense just isn't good. That Minnesota that, 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 that Minnesota Illinois game was like the uh, Bills Jacksonville game yesterday in the NFL. Oh, like, yeah, it was weird. Like and uh, like you know Minnesota's better than that. Like honestly, yeah. Minnesota's yes. better than that. They should have they should have they should have hung forty on Illinois and walked away easily, especially at home. But of course, and, they went Minnesota on the bit and, uh, and just absolutely. It's important to remember the too. Their top two running backs are out for the year. So the top like top five running backs are yeah they're, two they're a linebacker really running back really point. hurt in yeah. that regard. Tanner Morgan hasn't gotten better in four years at this point. He was okay as a freshman and is basically the same guy four years later. Um, their kicker is the worst kicker in the Big Ten. Like yeah. he's just terrible. Um, but yeah, no they they really should have won that game. They were favored. They right. the best part of the game. If nobody's watched this, I shared the the bit on Twitter. The punter for Illinois with time running down punts a ball, pinning Minnesota at like the two, and then pretends to row a boat with a fake paddle and then snaps <laughs> the pa- the fake paddle over his knee. And you're just like, man, just a punter trolling PJ Fleck to his face is just, I'm here for it every day, just all day, every day. Give it to me, inject it right into my veins. And- <laughs> and so then uh, Zabin was Zabin was ripping on that punter this morning on the game oh, out of Milwaukee, on. and he was even put in check by his guys real quick. Like, no, no, Steve, 
Steve, don't that this is no, don't you, you we can lose this hill. Like, don't stand on that. Don't. Yeah, we're, we're not going to take that hill. Come on. It's like, right. yeah, just let the punter make fun of PJ Fleck for Christ's sake. Yeah. So, I mean, the next week, if, if we don't have Chess Malusi, we'll be looking at Shipper as well as Julius Davis coming in to spell Braylon Allen. Uh, I still don't expect much of a problem. That Northwestern defense isn't the average Northwestern defense. Uh, they, they're normally a very good defense and then just enough on offense. That team just got beat up by Iowa last week. They have not been good at all this year. Uh, I, th- I believe they've got six losses now. I think they're – are they three and six on the year? Uh, Although, uh, but the one thing about Northwestern, though, is that Chesty Fitzgerald has made a cottage industry out of make. And, and I, I heard I heard someone talk about this the other day too on uh, one of the shows I was listening to. Basically, that Fitzgerald's put Northwestern in a couple of uh, Big Ten championship games because he does one thing well: he beats Iowa always, Not this and year. he beats he beats Wisconsin half the time. Yeah, and that's the half all he is, does. That's that's all he does. But and that half the time, that's, that, that's that's a good equation in the, in the Big right. Ten West. They lost you know? Iowa, so, and the half the time that he beats Wisconsin is in Ryan Field. His, his right. record at Camp Randall is terrible, and they're playing at Camp Randall. I don't think he's won there. Right. Uh, to be honest, I don't think he has. I, I could be so wrong. Either, he but, might have won. But either yes. way, it's it's like I just don't completely write them off. Like no. No, they've been they've been a thorn in too many sides for yes. a decade now. Yeah. But I think Wisconsin's still the better team. Um this Absolutely. isn't this isn't the normal Northwestern team that's plucky and hangs around with you. This Northwestern team's been beaten up by a lot of teams. So I, I think Wisconsin comes back out and, and plays this one pretty well and, and likely, you know, continues to expand that. And there will be the Floyd of Rosedale this week. So either Iowa yeah. or Minnesota is falling back. And Purdue is going to go play the Buckeyes. So there's a chance that um, the Badgers are in only a two-way tie as opposed to a four-way tie for first in the West at the end of this week. Well, and and, and talking about uh, just uh, what, the mess that Minnesota made for itself, um, Minnesota, if they would have won out, which on paper looked better than it actually is. Right. Because as we just alluded to with Northwestern, having – Listening to a lot of Minnesota radio still, which I don't talk about much on this podcast anymore because Pete Owen said it sounds bad. Um, but so <laughs> the Gophers fans, the Gophers fans were, they were the ones that were talking about that. They're like, well, Minnesota should adopt Fitzgerald's philosophy on how to play in the Big Ten, in the Big Ten West. And that is until you establish yourself, just beat Iowa and beat Wisconsin. And then the rest, the, all the other chips will fall in place. Because mm-hmm. while he doesn't do it that often, Fitzgerald's done it a couple times. And yeah. it's played out well for him, even though we all hate him because he's chesty, as we like he, to point he's out. He's a here. solid coach, and though. He's an X's and O's guy and makes players better than they are individually. Uh, he is a absolutely. good sound team. PJ Fleck can recruit because he's a rah rah guy and his X's and O's are lacking. Right. They're lacking. They're, right. Yeah, PJ but that's Flex basically what they It's basically what they were saying on the Minnesota station. So we're like, they need to adopt Fitzgerald's take on how to how, how to attack, uh, attack the Big Ten, especially if you're just trying to become relevant. And so mm-hmm. Minnesota had it completely in the bag too. So they had Illinois this week. They had Iowa the week after that. Then they had Rutgers, I think, and then Wisconsin at home. And all they had to do was win out, and they didn't because <laughs> they lost to. 
they didn't because they lost Illinois. So now they're praying that Wisconsin stinks up the joint, and Wisconsin's getting better. So yeah, at this point, Wisconsin's kind of in the driver's seat. Like, if they just keep winning, which is not out of the question, um, they should be playing either Michigan, Michigan State, or Ohio State in the yeah down in Indianapolis. In a that'll play weeks, out soon. So yeah, yeah, Minnesota has the to East end hasn't with, figured out yet either. So. Yeah, Minnesota has to end at Iowa at Indiana, who has had a bad year. Yeah. But they can still put up points. That'll be interesting to see. And then Wisconsin. Well, is it, is, is, there, is their quarterback healthy yet? What's his name? It starts with a Z, right? Uh, 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 Tapple's the guy, right? Uh, Indiana? You mean the Indiana quarterback? Indiana's quarterback, right? Um, um, give me one second here. Uh, I thought it was. He, was. he was really good last year because Indiana was ranked for a while last year. There's Zach Mer- um, Penix. Michael Penix. Penix, Penix. It has an X. He has an X in his X, name. That's yeah. what it was. I knew there was a Z or an X in there somewhere. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And they just they just haven't been able to keep up with the scoring. Michigan State, Michigan, um, Iowa, Ohio State have just looked better. We'll see how that goes. It's, it's still a long road for for Minnesota. Iowa's got a chance there yet, but Wisconsin has a chance to beat all three teams that they could be tied with here if they can beat Minnesota. And, you know, they've still got to beat Northwestern and, uh, you know, get to that Minnesota game like that. But we'll see how it goes. All right. Um, the only thing we're going to say about the Bucks, they're four and six. Aaron, at what point do you become concerned about the record? I've, like, how long is it going to take to we care? One week ago, I was uh, I was I was uh, I was uh, wearing rose colored glasses and uh, uh, professing um, they'll be just fine. And uh, my goodness. Um, the Knicks game that wasn't good. Well, the Knicks one was, I think, the most predictable. They lost, so it's like you lose to San Antonio. That one they should have won. Utah, I get. Mm. Beat Detroit. The Knicks are a regular season team. That's the one they they get. Losing at Washington is a little frustrating. But, but they were they were up they were up big on the Knicks to start, and that was a home game too. So yeah. that was one that. It's it's exactly the sort of game the Knicks win, though. They're going to get swept out of the playoffs in the first round, but they're going to win a regular season game like this because this is who they are under Thibodeau. That's what he does. So I I, I, uh, I'm I'm going to continue to give uh, the Bucks rope. (laughs) I think they, uh, they got the the Sixers next. We both agree they're going to beat the yeah, Sixers, they, they, right? Yeah, they're, they're playing Phil and X, so yeah, we'll we'll see it. Like, I'm still not hitting the alarm button yet, and it's like I said, this team. That's the thing is like, especially when you win a championship the way they did, which was gritty, and they uh, they improved in the off season, and it's just been the short off the shortest off season in NBA history, um, coupled with you know guys playing in the Olympics, injuries. Just trying to get John is just playing great. You know, guys are getting healthy. Brooke hasn't been playing. Right. Um, they don't. They don't have the full complement of players that they usually would. But uh, no, I'm. 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 I'm still staying positive on the Bucks. I think they're going to pull it back together. It's. There's no way this team is going to be. Uh, you know, forty-one and forty-one. And even if they are, they're still the seventh seed in the East, and they're going to make the playoffs. So, and they'll be fine. All right. I'm 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 not that worried either. I think they beat Philadelphia just because I think they hate them more than they hate most teams, and I think that they're going to get up for Philadelphia because it's kind of the thing they do. 
just like yeah. game one against the Nets when they came out and just punched him in the mouth. It's like, yeah, we're going to sit here and struggle with some of these other teams while we're getting right with injuries, but maybe we'll come <laughs> out and just punch you in the mouth to remind you that you're not beating us. And then we will go yeah. back on the injured reserve for a couple more weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, we're going to cut everything back off here and, and finish up quickly with the part of the show that we lovingly call our last call. Time to look around and get your bearings. It's time for the last call. Okay, I alluded to it earlier, but getting into Wisconsin hockey, the women's team continues their winning ways. They get uh, Bemidji State Beavers this last weekend. On Saturday, Saturday, they actually got a 0-0 tie that ended up with the Badgers winning on a shootout. Uh, and that only goes towards conference record stuff. So it counts as a tie, I believe, to the NCAA, but it counts as a points difference thing in conference record. So they're 13-0-1, but 13-0, or in part, but 9-0-1-1 in conference because the way the conference scoring and NCAA scoring is different for whatever reason. Uh, but then they came back on Sunday and beat Bemidji 8-1. to one. Um, It's just been uh, – that's, that's this team. They're, they're undefeated. They continue to be the number one ranked team in the country. Uh, next week they will play unranked St. Thomas, the St. Thomas Tommies, one of my alma maters. Uh, did attend there for one year. They were D3 hockey back then, but now they're D1 and uh, WCHA team in women's hockey. Uh, the men's team the men's team actually had a, a, an interesting weekend. They, they remain unranked. They're, I guess, poll-wise, they're 26th in terms of the total numbers. They're the 26th ranked team, but nobody goes that far. You go down to 20 in hockey. Um, the men's team went and played number five ranked Minnesota Golden Gophers beat them game one and lost game two, four to one. The game one was so, so interesting. It was in Wisconsin. Uh, the The men's team got down two nothing and then scored two goals in the span of about 21 seconds. It was, it was crazy. Suddenly get back into it and then had a massive fluke play where Minnesota had a penalty. And in hockey, the penalty doesn't start until the team that's committed the penalty actually touches the puck again. So Minnesota, Minnesota's trying to touch the puck. The Badgers tried to flip it out to one of their defensemen. They pull the goalie so they can get a six-on-five for a short period of time, figuring there's no way the puck can go in the net. They did not hit the defenseman and fluttered the puck the length of the ice into their own net. Minnesota hockey got chesty with their, their uh, Twitter account tweeting out, like, thanks, Wisconsin, back on top. The Badgers scored a goal from Brock Caulfield. Caulfield sounds familiar. It's Cole Caulfield's older brother, Brock, got the game-tying goal and then the game-winning goal in overtime. Badgers won that one 4-3, then lose 1-4 the next night. Had a couple good games wait, against good-ranked teams. Wait, one more, wait, one more time before you move on. How, how did that work again? So One more time. I was like, I was like half paying attention to you when you so first So they pulled the goalie bit. because there's a penalty coming, right? There's a delayed right. penalty. So they pull their goalie. It happens all the time because you figure you can right. get a six on five for a little bit. They're, right. they're, they're chasing the puck in the corner and tried to flip it out to their own defenseman at the top of the zone so they could try to rotate the puck around. But they it was a bad pass and it got past the defenseman and went the length of the ice into our own net. It was an own goal. Oh, got it. it. Got it. Got it. I thought you said I, I lost track between something between yeah, was, what you said about 
time starting when you touch the puck. And I was like, wait, so there was an untimed goal? No. I was like, I didn't realize there was an untimed goal in hockey. I'm sorry. I got confused there for a second. My bad. Uh, In terms of, uh, let's see, the uh, WC or WIAC, uh, we had, well, I'm trying to find these games here. Sorry if I'm bouncing around a little bit as I go back and forth among some of these games here. But uh, UWSP splits this weekend. Point beats Gustavus Adolphus two to one, but then comes back the next day and loses to Saint Scholastica one to two. Uh, Eau Claire started off badly; they get a three-one loss to Saint Olaf Oles, and then they came back get a four-one win against Saint Mary's of Winona. Winona, uh, Sakari, the Cobbers? No, no, they're the Cardinals. Yeah. Winona, Saint Mary's, Winona Cardinals. Superior lost to St. Mary's, but then came back the next Aww. day and beat up on St. Olaf. So, yeah, no, just kind of round robins here in terms of losing. Uh, Stout just lost both. They just kept it simple for everybody. They lost to St. Scholastica, and then they lost to Gustavus Adolphus, the Golden Gusties of Gustavus Adolphus. So it'd be great if it would be great if St. Mary's was the St. Mary's Mary's. Right. But. Unfortunately, they let us down this time. Uh, in terms yeah, they, uh, of uh, yeah, uh. women's volleyball, as we remember last week, had that weird loss. Uh, I guess number 12, Purdue. They lost one to three, the worst loss they've had in over two years yeah. now. Uh, they came back and just smoked Northwestern and then smoked Iowa. Uh, both of those on the Good. road. In Evanston, 3-0. In Iowa City, 3-0. Just uh, took care of business in, in both games uh, and just... Yeah, kind of dominated those. Actually outblocked Iowa, which is not what Wisconsin generally does. They outblocked Northwestern too. So yeah, just right. completely in charge of those games ahead on all things. Blocks are normally where they're the weakest, and they completely uh dominated those two sections of that. And so that's fantastic. The biggest game in WIAC football this last week was Lacrosse going to Whitewater. 7 to 13 uh Whitewater wins that one Wisconsin Lacrosse had the ball at the Whitewater 18 yard line uh basically as time expires they got down the field are inside the red zone and could not quite get it in so they lose by 6 uh Whitewater clinches the regular season WIAC championship uh coming up next week we will see uh uh, lacrosse playing Eau Claire. Uh, Eau Claire is one in five currently in the conference. Uh, Yikes. Let's see. Whitewater will be playing Stevens Point, who is 0-6 in conference. So both those teams looking to to go on and make a push into the playoffs this year. The one that's, that's going to be rough is we've got Oshkosh and River Falls, both the teams 4-2. and two. Oshkosh coming off of last year getting into the playoffs, uh, being a top 10 ranked team at the beginning of this season, and then having the two tough losses to Whitewater and Lacrosse, and they're hoping to to pull this out and get to a seven and two finish here, finishing out the conference schedule this year. But uh, that wraps up our our Wisconsin uh, other sports here. Aaron, did you have anything else you wanted to add before we uh, we closed up for the day? Uh, not uh, not that I pay much attention to the Vikings these days. <laughs> I do. But anyways, yeah. hey, so did you see that uh, crazy uh, crazy play by Justin? Uh, because I loved I oh, like Justin the Jefferson. windmill, Justin Jefferson with his oh big windmill God. thing. I, I wish I wish he was on the Packers. I really do. But yeah. that windmill block thing is the craziest 
it was the most <laughs> spastic, out of control, in control thing I've ever seen in my life. Because he actually made a block, yeah, but of. like it that was, made the tackle. It was, it was it was, it was the craziest. It's one of the craziest things I've ever seen in an NFL game. Like, here I come, here I come, here I come. Ah! <laughs> yeah, it was. And it'd be different. It'd be different if he was like some third. He's a legitimate All-Pro wide receiver. Like yeah. that was great. It, it was, was like he was waving. Was like, get over here behind me. I got the way. It was great. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us for another wonderful week of Wisconsin sports talk. Um, remember to follow the show at Scotty Johnny pod. You can follow me at not so humble host and you can follow Aaron at cheddar talk. And remember whether you are on the town or on the go, it is always on Wisconsin. This has been the Scotty Johnny podcast. Remember to find the boys on Twitter at Scotty Johnny one or online at Scotty Thanks for listening. And on Wisconsin.